hold of Kevin Huber. The snap, the placement, the kick is on the way towards the uprights, and it is good. Mike Nugent connects, and the Bengals have the lead by one, 23-22. 54 seconds on the clock, no timeouts for the Jets. Live from Calandra's Italian Village in Caldwell, New Jersey, it's Inside the Jets on 98.7 ESPN. Here's Larry Hardesty and Eric Allen. Good evening, everybody, and we welcome you from Calandra's Italian Village here in Bloomfield, New Jersey, inside the Jets, presented by EY, building a better working world. And EA, as you announced, which you always get your news on NewYorkJets.com, and today EA tweeted that we are back, our contracts are renewed, and here we are for year number two. Yeah, I'm excited about it, Larry. (laughs) EA, listen, a lot of positive things to come out of yesterday. A couple of them. Let's run down a couple of them before we bring our guests uh, who will join us tonight. Quincy Inunua and also Darren Lee will join us. And we'll take your phone calls a little bit later in the show at 1-800-919-3776. For me, obviously, what jumps out at you, the performance of the defensive line. Seven sacks, five in the first half. I mean, you guys were throwing numbers that you got to go back to 1966. You got to go back to uh, years ago to have that type of dominance, especially early. Yeah, it was amazing. The Jets knew they had to get pressure on Andy Dalton, and they sure did. Uh, Steve McClendon, how about his debut wow. with the green and white? Two, good. two sacks. He's so happy. I talked to Leonard Williams about it in the locker room, and Leonard said, hey, I think this guy's happy that he's not in, uh, he's not two-gapping just as much as he did in Pittsburgh. It's more shoot those gaps, get upfield, and get after the quarterback. Leonard Williams, who we talked about in the offseason when you came out to training camp, Larry, uh, the guy is primed for a monster season. He had two and a half sacks yesterday. He was around the quarterback all game. I think he had five quarterback hits. Muhammad Wilkerson, he's fully back from suffering that broken leg in Buffalo in week six, uh, week 17 last year. He had a sack and a half. So the Jets, seven sacks in all, six of them came from the defensive line. And, oh, yeah, they're getting back Sheldon Richardson this yeah. week as they go to Buffalo for a key divisional matchup. But, yeah, it's all started up front with that defensive line. They played very well. On the other side of the ball there, what do you think about Matt Forte? He looked good. Look real good. And that was interesting because all the talk, EA, as you know, has been about what's going on with this Jet offensive line, especially at the right tackle. Todd Bowles saying, listen, neither Quali or Ajelana had won it outright, so I'm going to play them both, and eventually this will sort itself out. Offensive line played well yesterday. They played very well. You know, Forte, 96 rushing yards and all. I believe he totaled 155 yards. We saw what he can do as a receiver but is that Cincinnati front, that's a tremendous front it there. Is. And you're dealing with guys like Geno Atkins, Carlos Dunlap, and Ryan Fitzpatrick had the time to throw. He was sacked once, but the Jets got it moving on the ground as well. And there were three new opening day starters Sunday as compared to the 2015 season opener. Brian Winters playing at right guard, right tackle. The Jets alternated, alternated series between Quale and Ijelana. Ijelana actually got the start. And then at left tackle, four-time Pro Bowler Ryan Clady came in, and he takes over for Deberka Shaw Ferguson, who retired after that great career with the Jets. Uh, he played uh, very well. That, that whole offensive line, I think you've got to be very happy what they gave you early. And Forte showed you what he can do 
not just rushing the football in between the tackles. What a patient runner. I love watching him. He's a smooth performer, great cutback ability, tremendous vision, and Bilal Powell got in there as well. Just like last year, I think the Jets are going to have a very good one-two punch at running back. You mentioned Quincy Inunua before. He is in the house tonight. Yesterday against the Bengals, we saw him step up in the receiving game. Seven re receptions. That was a career high. He also got Nanzo for the first time in his career. And what you like as a Jet fan is the potential of what you can do offensively to, to confront and confound defensive coordinators. You can spread the guys out. You can do some things where you could bring Forte and put him in the slot. So you can do some different things that where Ryan Fitzpatrick can spread the football around EA, and that's going to be good because that then it op opens up your ground game even more. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to Q about it tonight because during the summer I had a chance to talk to him. He said that uh, I want to get better as a receiver, and we saw that during training camp. And now if he can take that next step, this offense becomes even more diversified. Forte, you kind of know what he's yes. going to bring to the table, and Shane Gailey was so excited to get him into the mix as well. Now, yesterday was a day that, you know, we didn't see a lot of last season. Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker held to just five catches. Now, Deck got in the end zone again. Seems like every game you expect 87 to get in the end zone. Yeah. But it was Quincy, a guy like him, stepping up. And the more guys who step up for this team and the more versatile this attack becomes, the harder it's going to be for teams to defend the Jets. Well, the bottom line is, EA, is that if you double Brandon Marshall, you're going to pay elsewhere. Yep. If you if you double or you have safety help over uh, Eric Decker, you're going to pay elsewhere. If you bring the safe, put the safety, uh, you know, uh, further out in coverage, then you can have Matt Forte or Bilal Powell in the in the intermediate area. So the versatility that is going to give Chan Gailey and Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be the thing, especially when you start to get into the red zone and that area gets constricted. Now, Brandon Marshall said it throughout training camp, and he's right. You can't double everybody so if you're going to double him you're going to double decker you're going to have cover cover zero which means man-to-man -man coverage on a lot of these guys and a lot of these jets can uh, beat their defenders now one thing that we can discuss right now that the jets players aren't going to talk about today is the cincinnati Bengals, because todd bowles was clear about it today the new york jets are on to the buffalo bills he made that clear in his news conference. I'm sure he told the fellas that, too. This is a Thursday night game in week two. You can't look back. They went on the field today. They go over their mistakes, and then they move on. Uh, because yesterday against Cincinnati, uh, a couple of things that hurt this team were red zone inefficient, inefficiency, two, two of five, five in the red yep. zone. This is a team that last year finished number three overall inside the 20. So they had some struggles inside the red zone. We saw some miscommunications in the defensive backfield. Uh, you know, defensively, when you look at what the Jets did up front, they had some miscommunications in the back, and there were some big plays that they were victimized by. But they won on the field today. They took care of business. And this team is focused on the Buffalo Bills. Both teams lost in week one. This is... A key early season divisional matchup. The Jets last year, 3-3 three and three inside the division. The Bills won both games against the Jets last year. And, you know, but going into tonight's doubleheader for Monday Night Football, 
Yeah, it's just amazing. Only one team won by double digits. Yeah. So this, we talk about parity in the National Football League after week one. There's a lot of parity. I mean, you have to turnovers. The football is at a premium. Handling the football, not turning it over, it's a key thing. Every game is going to come down to two or three key plays in the game. If it goes your way, you win. If it doesn't, you're looking at the loss. Uh, you're right. You know what? I, you're right. You know what I like what the Jets did yesterday? They came racing out of the gates. Yeah. First possession, Fitzpatrick connects with four different people touch the ball in that first possession and then finished with Anunwa in the end zone and the Jets take a 7-0 lead. The crowd's into the game. The place was crazy and electric. Marcus Williams comes up with the interception. Offense moves right down the field again and they're right there at the four-yard line. First and goal. You got to finish with points there. Unfortunately, the offense couldn't do it. Nick Folk came on. Blocked field goal. Then the tenor of the game changes there. Cincinnati moves the ball down the field. They get a big play, 50-plus yards in the receiving game. And then before you know it, instead of 14-0 or 10-0, it's 7-3. And then we see a miscommunication in the defensive backfield. A.J. Green is in the end zone. It's 10-7. And then it was a seesaw affair from there. And you knew the Cincinnati Bengals weren't going to go away. Yeah, you knew. I mean, they are. They're, they're a very good team. You, they may have their issues in the postseason, but during the regular season, they're very good. They're very efficient, and as you mentioned, their defense doesn't get a lot of doesn't get a lot of notoriety. Their offense is what everybody talks about, but their defense with Atkins and company, they are very, very tough, especially pressuring you from the passing game and stopping the run. Right, and, and that's why I was so impressed, like you mentioned, Larry, uh, what you got out of that offensive line in week one. Uh, winners... Uh, specifically, Todd Bowles said in the summer he was one of the most improved players on the Jets. And he came in, handled his business again yesterday. The Jets are alternating Quale and Igelana at right tackle, but they perform well. And then, of course, Ryan Clady. I mean, you're really fortunate. you got to give Mike McKagan a lot of credit. The Brickishaw Ferguson missed one play, I think, in his yeah. career. And Mike McKagan comes back. Uh, and he works the phones, and he picks up a four-time Pro Bowler. And Ryan Clady, who's one of the most athletic tackles in the National Football League. So, you know, that was a good start for the offensive line, no doubt about it. Both lines. And in the National Football League, you win in the trenches. You still win in the trenches. The Jets lost yesterday because of missed opportunities, but they were right there. And I think Bulls took the proper mindset this week. That it's Thursday night. This is a team that has 12 rookies on it. 12 rookies on an opening day roster, a 53-man roster. So this is a different deal. You can't be looking behind you. It's Thursday night. You get two days to prepare. Then Wednesday, you're shuffling off to Buffalo. That's for sure. Selective Insurance is your solution for auto, home, business, and flood insurance. Visit Selective.com today and find an agent near you. Selective response is everything. EA, we got to talk about special teams a little bit later in the show because they were outstanding. But when we return, we'll turn our attention to Quincy Inunwa when Inside the Jets, presented by EY, continues next on 98.7 ESPN. Geico presents Unanswerable Questions.
Jersey. Come enjoy delicious food. bullying and cyberbullying organization for kids and teens in the U.S. If you or someone you know is a victim of bullying, please go to stompoutbullying.org for help. The New York Jets and the Institute of Culinary Education are excited to announce Season 4 of the Jets Cooking School presented by Chase. Don't miss this year's exciting lineup of classes from tacos to BBQ to the ultimate burger. Jets fans will have the chance to eat and mingle with players while ice chefs teach you how to master culinary skills. Class sizes are limited, so be sure to register today. The Jets and ice chefs are gearing up to make it an unforgettable season of food, football, and fun. For more info and the full class schedule, visit ice.edu slash jets. That's ice.edu slash jets. Microsoft Surface is the official tablet of the NFL. While NFL coaches and players use Surface Pro 4 this season, fans at home can show their fandom with the same device. Now available, the Surface Special Edition NFL-type covers. And for a limited time, buy a Surface Pro 4 and any NFL-type cover and get 15% off NFL Game Pass and a chance to win Super Bowl 51 tickets. Visit surface.com slash NFL to learn more. Get your Surface at a Microsoft store or online today. Must be U.S. resident, 18 or older, and January 1st, 2017. See website for Football is back, and if you love fantasy sports, there's only one place you want to play. FanDuel. FanDuel packs a full season of excitement into just one week. So, what are you waiting for? Have all the fantasy that football has to offer. FanDuel. Be sports rich. Try FanDuel now. New users who deposit will get five free entries to 50-50 NFL Beginner Contest. One per week for five weeks. Just go to FanDuel.com and use the code EMPIRE. That's FanDuel.com, code EMPIRE. Void were prohibited. I knew at a young age that insurance was in my DNA. When other kids were starting lemonade stands, I was reviewing their insurance risks. So I joined Selective's team of specialists and spent years honing my skills. Now I spot risks, offer unique insurance options, and respond quickly to customers' needs. Learn about us and our auto, home, business, and flood insurance solutions. Don't you deserve peace of mind? Find the diamond at Selective.com. Fitzpatrick in the shotgun forte to his right. He takes the snap, rolls left, throws left, at the goal line. That's a jet touchdown. Quincy Anunua, a little slip into the left flat. Fitzpatrick put it right between the eight and the one. And the Jets open the 2016 season with a very impressive balanced touchdown drive. Inside the Jets is presented by EY, building a better working world. And by FanDuel, have all the fantasy that football has to offer. Be sports rich. Now here's Jets insider Eric Allen and your host Larry Hardesty. Welcome back to Calandra's Italian Village here in Bloomfield, New Jersey. Ladies and gentlemen in Calandra, say hello to the man who was just in the big highlight. He didn't even smile enough. He's just used to being in the end zone now. Here's Quincy Anuma, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Quincy, congratulations on your first touchdown reception. I'm not going to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals because I moved on to Buffalo, but I will ask you this. (laughs) 
Uh, career high, seven receptions, and you did get in the end zone for your first time as a professional. So yeah. this is what I want to know, Larry. <coughs> Q, what did you do with the football? Your parents are in, in, a, in attendance tonight, right now. Did you give it to one of them? What did you do? So, uh, honestly, I was a little too excited, and uh, I was kind of like in the moment. So when it happened, I just kind of gave the ball to the ref and walked back to the sideline. And once I got to the sideline, I realized I didn't grab the ball. So I told them, you know, can you bring me the ball back? And uh, they're going to get it done for me, and I'll give it to my parents. Very oh, nice. That's a nice That's a nice deal. All yeah. right. Now, preparation for Buffalo. Mm -hmm. It's a divisional opponent. If you have to play somebody in the short week, I guess it would be advantageous to play somebody that you're kind of familiar with. Yeah, definitely. You know, so you can kind of build off of what you kind of did last year. You know, obviously we didn't play them well last year, but uh, we kind of have an idea of what they like to do. So uh, going to the short week, we're just kind of building on that and uh, focusing on the little things that we kind of messed up on last week. Uh, Quincy, how does your body feel after going through a physical game like you did yesterday? And take me through the mental preparation, too, of you got to get your body ready yeah. for Thursday when typically on a Wednesday you're probably just getting back and feeling good. Yeah, so, I mean, the whole thing is uh, mental uh, at this point. Yeah, we don't get much time to really uh, recover, you know, so the whole every practice is kind of a mental practice. You know, we're not going out there and beating ourselves up, hitting with pads, any of that kind of stuff. Uh, we're just kind of focusing on the mental game, uh, really going out there and just knowing our opponent. So, Quincy, obviously we talk talking about Buffalo. You're moving ahead to them. But for you, in preparation, this offseason has been good for you? The OTAs, the training camp second year in this offense you seem more and more comfortable in it and can able to you're almost to the point where i think you're looking at fitzpatrick and making some adjustments as to you know some different plays off what you may, may that may have been called uh yeah it's it's great when you can kind of know what's going to happen you know when you when you know the offense and you have an idea of the defense it kind of helps you play so much faster you know last year i was playing so slow i watched the film and i was like i don't even know if i should have really played you know uh <laughs> But this year, I just I feel so much more comfortable. You know, I feel faster. Um, I'm, I'm recognizing things faster, and it's just helping me to play so much faster and really allowing me to use my talents. How much do you enjoy your role? Because I go back to the summer, and, and, and Todd Bowles, he doesn't fool around with words. No. We know that. And he said, Quincy is our jack of all trades. He is the New York Jets' Dennis Rodman. Yeah, uh, like I said before, I appreciate it a lot. You know, it was really just kind of motivation for me. You know, for him to say that, you really don't really, really don't hear him say that about anybody. So for him to give me a compliment, it really kind of drove me. And, uh, you know, I'm using that as a force, uh, as a fuel to my force. What do you like the best? Uh, I mean, uh, yesterday, you're out there playing H-back. You're out there in the slot. You're playing outside. Yeah. Uh, I know you want to be there for your team when called upon but do you do you love anything the most <laughs> uh honestly i'm, I'm not even gonna lie I, I love it all i think uh you know any any opportunity i have to kind of be on the field is great for me uh every spot you know i, I try to take advantage of uh whatever is given to me that's the right answer because versatility is the key to success my exactly. friend able to do more than one thing the more you can do that lengthens that football career a little bit yeah how much fun is it now? You're a young player in the year, but now you've got three rookie wide receivers on this team. Talented. How much fun is that for you to kind of mentor these young guys? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so much fun. I think every time I'm out there, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of amazed by what they're able to do. 
and it's fun to just kind of, you know, have somebody look up to me and say, hey, you know, what do you think about this? You know, because last year I was the young guy. <laughs> so uh, this year, you know, I'm, you know, kind of using the things that I learned and how, hopefully, you know, I can pass that on to them. Quincy, your parents are in the house tonight. You grew parents up and in, girlfriend. And your girlfriend, of <laughs> course. You grew up in California. Well, what kind of sports did you play as a young Q growing up? Uh, soccer. I did a, I did a, really? lot, of, a lot of soccer. Yeah, that was uh, the biggest thing. And basketball. I really didn't play football till after those things. It was soccer and basketball that dominated at first. You dominated, huh? Yeah. And what got you into soccer, and what position did you play that? Uh, soccer, my, my dad, uh, he got me into soccer. Uh, positions, I don't. I mean, I was all over the place. I kind of was just kind of a wild player. I just, you know, put me out there and just let me go play, you know. Center half? Uh, midfield? Forward, everything. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. He's telling the truth because his dad's over there shaking his head smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was all over the place. There's no question about yeah. that. Uh, Quincy Newman was our guest. Quincy, uh, offensively, what has Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker, just being in the film room with them, learning from them, soaking up their, their wisdom and knowledge, what has that been like to help you take your next step so far? Oh, yeah, it's huge. And uh, that's also a part of the, the growing process that I've had, you know, just learning more and more from them has helped, helped me become more comfortable. Um, you know, when you have those two out there and you can just kind of look to your left, look to your right, and they can kind of help you and give you tips or say, hey, you know, watch this. It helps me think even less. And then when Fitz back there, you know, he, he's also, you know, another guy that helps me out a lot. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in a great position right now. What kind of challenges are there additionally when a team gets in the red zone and the field shrinks? Oh, man. Yeah, well, like you said, the field shrinks. So, uh, you know, a lot of your plays that you have that are a little bit deeper than what you – a little bit deeper deeper than the field that you're given, you know, you have to kind of cut those out. Um, you know, it, it's hard for us, but it's also hard for the defense. You know, they, they, they got to cover the goal line as well as behind the goal line because, you know, we, all we have to do is trust the ball over the goal line and we score. So, uh, you know, you, you kind of play that mind game with the defense there. And, that, and that's the challenge because of the constricted area. So – you also, in part of your role as part of blocking on the offensive line, which did a phenomenal job yesterday. Talk a little bit about that blocking, especially in the red zone where it's, it's going to be tricky with that constricted area. Yeah, um, you know, the blocking over there is even tougher because those guys are going even harder. You know, they, they, their back's against the wall. So, you know, all they have is that fight or flight. You know, we, we, we have to make sure that we keep these guys out of the end zone. So you really got to kind of buck up and, 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 and uh, you know, bring, it, bring, your, bring your hard hat. What goes through your mind when you think about going back to Buffalo? Because you guys, the last time you were in Western New York, were riding a five-game winning streak with the playoffs on the line. And, and what goes through your head now as you think to this game? I know things have changed, but just going back there. Yeah, um, I, you know, I think the biggest thing is we're glad that we're not playing them in January. Uh, you know, the weather was terrible. But um, in all seriousness, I think uh, uh, it's, we just got to focus. You know, we, 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 we let them have too many plays last time. And uh, just watching the film, you know, we, we know what we could have done right. And uh, we really got to make sure we come into this game with 100% focus. You know, we're getting, we're getting off our legs a little bit. So, you know, we're going to be able to kind of be physically ready as long as we take care of ourselves you said you know you know what to expect from a buffalo bills defense so explain it to everybody what are you going to face when you see these guys yeah uh well you know like i said I know, we know what to expect but when i say that it's we know that 
they can throw anything at us. You know, uh, Rex's defense, uh, he has so many different possibilities. He's, he's, he's uh, really versatile with his defense. You know, he, he, he runs a lot of blitzes, runs a lot of different coverages, and it gives you a lot of different looks. So, you know, we really got to make sure that we're focused and uh, really just make sure that we're really in tune to the game plan. It, it, I guess if you're going to play them, do a short turnaround, Week two is the best time to do a short yeah. turnaround. You don't want to do a short turnaround in week 13. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> uh, what kind of team is uh, Nebraska going to have this year? You're a Nebraska alum. Uh, yeah, they, they're looking kind of good. Um, the receivers are playing well, and so I'm happy about that. Um, the, the defense is playing well. You know, they have a lot of stars back there. Um, so I think we're going to have a pretty successful season as long as we kind of, you know, keep playing the way we are. You get a chance to watch them at all on Saturdays? It's tough now. Yeah, it is. But, uh, you know, every once in a while I try to try to turn, tune in. Nice. Quincy, listen, thanks for a couple of minutes. Of course. Uh, good seeing your family. And uh, you have to wish somebody a happy birthday. Oh, uh, yeah, my girlfriend. Happy birthday. All right, very nice. Nice. Good job out of you. Yes. All right. Smart uh, man. Good luck on Thursday. Thank you. All right, that's Quincy Anunwa. <laughs> Join the New York Jets this October 9th for the Green and White Jets 5K at the Atlantic Jets Health Training Center. Register now at nycruns.com slash jets. When we return, we'll turn our attention to the defensive side of the football. We've got the number one draft choice of the New York Jets here. We'll hear from him next. This is Inside the Jets presented by EY on 98.7 ESPN. Geico brings you endorsements from the backup to the backup punter. I'm the backup punter to the backup punter. The only time I'm on the field is when I'm headed to the locker room. Do I get high fives? Nope. Sign autographs? Nuh-uh. My jersey? It's never been washed. I'm just a kicker kicking it on the sidelines. But I did score on my car insurance by switching to Geico. They saved me money faster than Coach could say, Jenkins, you're in. Even though Coach would never say that. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Hey, football fans, support your Jets on the road as they travel to play their division rival Miami Dolphins on November 6th with an official fan travel package from Primesport.com, the official fan travel partner of the New York Jets. Primesport.com will make all the plays you need for tickets, hospitality, parties, hotels, and more. Nothing beats being there live. Book your Jets travel package against the Dolphins at Primesport.com today and get the ultimate game day experience. At Selective, insurance is our business. For us, it goes beyond who we are. It's in our DNA. My car was broken into and my laptop was stolen. I didn't know what to do. Scott and Selective were there to help. He walked me through every step of the process. Now I tell everyone about Selective's wonderful service. We create diamond moments like this for our customers every day. Want to experience your own? Visit Selective.com to find an agent near you. Calandra's has been synonymous with great Italian food in northern New Jersey for over 50 years. With three award-winning restaurants 20 minutes from MetLife Stadium, Cucina Calandra, Calandra's Mediterranean Grill, and Il Vecchio Cafe are all great options before or after a game. As an official partner of the New York Jets, we offer 20% off on game day at any of our locations when you show your Jets rewards card or ticket. Each with family-friendly atmospheres, our restaurants offer unique menus from a la carte to family style, along with gluten-free options. Find out more on calandras.net. That was good.
Inside the Jets is presented by EY, building a better working world. And by FanDuel, have all the fantasy that football has to offer. Be sports rich. Now here's Jets insider Eric Allen and your host, Larry Hardesty. Welcome back to Calandra's Italian Village here in Bloomfield, New Jersey, NEA. Let's welcome our next guest. First round pick from the Ohio State <laughs> University, 20th selection in the 2016 NFL Draft. That, of course, is Darren Lee. Darren, thank you so much for joining us tonight on Inside the Jets. Not a bad start. I know the team uh, didn't get the result you guys wanted, but, uh, you know, you were out there, you're flashing on the field, six combined tackles defensively. I'm not going to talk too much about Cincinnati, but I just want to ask you about the atmosphere in the stadium for your first professional game. Uh, the atmosphere was uh, was amazing. Um, you know, seeing the crowd there, everybody was loud and having a great time, and everybody was excited for a game. We had a really uh, had a great opponent coming in, um, and it was a big game for us, opening day, and obviously the day of being 9-11, so um, it was huge. I mean, for me, I, I had a lot of fun, and it was a, a a challenge to soak it all in, but it, it was a great atmosphere. Th that was a great point about 9-11. The Jets, of course, playing on the 15th, 15th year anniversary of the attacks. Heather Headley, oh. <laughs> a tremendous national anthem, and it was nice to see Tuesday's children out there holding a flag. Very powerful, powerful, powerful uh, ceremony out there uh, Sunday. All right, so what have the veterans told you? about getting ready for a game on Thursday after you just played Sunday. I mean, I know you're young. You could go right out there and everything, but yeah. I know they pulled you aside and said, come here, young man. This is what you do to get prepared. What did they tell you? Uh, well, to get prepared for, say, for such a short turnaround, um, you know, study up. Um, and, you know, turn the page. What happened yesterday happened. Uh, you know, it's over with. You know, we got a big game. This is all I've heard because I've never played yeah. you know, Buffalo before. So um, all I've heard so far is that, you know, rivals uh, and um, – you know, it's always a tough game. We play those guys, and uh, I believe they beat us twice last year. So, um, you know, you use that as extra motivation. Where? Ice bath? Any ice bath? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take care of your body, <laughs> the usual, uh, your recovery. Uh, but, you know, they don't – I usually do that myself. Okay. They've seen it, so All they don't right. have to really tell me. All right, the nickname, the Manimal. Where did that come from, and what are your teammates calling you right now in Florham Park? Okay, so – the Manimal came from uh, Taylor Decker, uh, who got drafted by the Lions. Um, he gave it to me after my first year I started at Ohio State. Um, it was toward the latter end of the season. Um, so everybody else would think I gave myself that nickname, but that, that wasn't the case. Like, he gave it to me. And um, it was after the Team Up North game, which Michigan, for those who don't know, I can't say it, but, you know. Um, so it was after that he gave it to me, and it just kind of stuck with me. And um, it stuck with me up until here, but... Everybody at, uh, in the facility, you know, they call me Dealey or Pup or, you know, I don't have that name yet because I've only played one actual NFL game. So, uh, no big nicknames yet for me. But you're working on something. Yeah, we're working on we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, you're not alone, huh, with the, this, this, the Ohio State chain. Marshall, Ohio State, you know, a bunch of guys with yeah. Ohio State. So, you're very comfortable with, oh, your, yeah. with your folks, huh? Oh, yeah, everywhere. You know, seeing, uh, that was another great thing, you know, seeing Jalen out there. Well, it, was, it was huge, you know. Um, he came in, he worked real hard, training camp, and it's good to see out there, you know, you know the usual turn he had and um, him out there and just making plays. It was just a great feeling, you know, um, and I just can't wait till we get Devin back too. Now, you have a good relationship already 
with David the Hitman Harris. Yeah. But it's also some fun give and take. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Michigan guy. You're obviously an Ohio State guy. Oh, yeah. Also, you guys talk a little bit about hoops, too, right? Yeah, a little bit. And, and who's your guy in hoops and who's David's? And, uh, you know, there's a little trash talk <laughs> going, on, uh, going inside that uh, linebacker's room. Oh, yeah. You know, Dave likes um, Michael Jordan. And I, I love Michael Jordan, too. You know, we always go back and forth about it. But I got to go with my guy LeBron, man, you know. You got to go to Ohio, right? (laughs) He's Ohio through and through. Now, for me, I'm an old guy, so I say I'm Jay. This is the the greatest athlete I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm with you. But LeBron, bro. LeBron's not saying LeBron's not good now. (laughs) I'm not saying he's not great. That's what I'm saying. He brought the title back to the land, right? I'll say uh, this is what I said. Michael Jordan is the GOAT, period. I'm not saying LeBron is. I'm just saying LeBron might be, I just, just, you know. <laughs> how'd you, yeah, ce- how'd you yeah. celebrate the Cavaliers title? Oh, I mean, uh, I didn't get to go to the parade uh, yeah. when I was here, but I, it, it was great just to see them come back, and especially come back from down 3-1. And um, just to pull that against that team, it's just amazing. It was good for that city, you know, for being in Columbus and being in, you know, going to Ohio State. You had a lot of Cleveland guys, and it means a lot to that city. It genuinely does. So, um that was good. That was good for the city, you know, as a whole, for them to win that. Darren, let's talk about film study. Let's talk about the adjustments you had to make now from the collegiate level to the pro level. And it's funny, in talking to you during training camp, you know, you said what's the usual. The athletes are faster. The playbook is bigger. But now I would think as you got to the regular season, mm-hmm. it's even the step faster than what the preseason was. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's like a game of chess out there. You know, it really is. And um, I got to get my chess game up, if that makes any sense. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, we're well prepared. And, um, you know, we went into the game, you know, with our great game plan. And um, defense, you know, I felt we played, you know, solid. Had a couple, you know, big plays here and there. But we'll get that fixed. And, um, you know, just – Seeing it definitely, and in college, you know, they'll just go one read and okay, yeah, throw the ball. <laughs> how, about, how about this week? Yeah. I got to ask you about uh, Thursday night. I know you're just starting preparation, but you really got to get into your homework this week. Yeah. I was just talking to Steve McLennan about it. He said, You want to study so much by Wednesday. You can just sleep. It's a year you're going to be so exhausted Monday, Tuesday. Now, tell me what you know about LaShawn, Shady McCoy, and Charles Clay, because those are two guys you're going to have to deal with Thursday. Uh, well, you know, for uh, 25, you know, Sean McCoy, um, shifty guy, um, makes big plays. Um, you know, just seeing him, even seeing him as I've been growing up, you know, I just, I, I know what he's about. He's a big play kind of guy. And uh, Clay, I haven't really seen, you know, too much on him, but, you know, through film study, I'll get more um, in depth on him throughout the week. Um, but I do know LaShawn McCoy got to be, I got to bring my A game for that. Is it really, Darren, going back to basics and fundamentals, remembering your leverage, remembering remembering how to tackle, make sure you wrap up? Is is that a large part of it after making sure that you're in the right place and knowing where you're supposed to be, be just to finish the play, bring the guy down, no more yards, that's it, done? Well, I mean, you know, you go over what you got to do and where you got to line up, it just becomes habitual and it's like breathing. Um, and, and once you're able to get lined up, then you're able to read your keys and see where, you know, you can get a hint or a tip of where something the play might be going. Um, and that all goes back to film and just communication, more importantly. Mm-hmm. Um, the communication aspect is a lot different on this level than it was back in college. 
we communicated back in college, but it's just it's a lot more here. Sure. Um, and it definitely, you know, gives you a leg up to go make plays. Um, so I definitely, you know, credit the film study, but the communication amongst the guys. Now, now you said the communication is a lot more here. Does that mean pre-snap? What's going on out there? Actually, I'd say pre-snap and then as the play is going on. Um, if you can, you know, if you can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, so you guys are actually talking while yeah. the play's going on. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, just hopefully if you can hear it. I mean, you still got to know what to do if something happens. But um, while the play's going on, absolutely, we're communicating one back and forth with each other. What's a David Harris huddle like? Uh, you know, Dave, Dave uh, commands that huddle. Um, you know, he gets a call out to us, gets everybody lined up, um, checks and adjustments, you know, all go through him. And... You know, playing with them is like it's really cool. I'm just seeing it, you know, I'm experiencing it firsthand and but you know, I'm also learning from aspect, you know, to also be able to be at that level where, you know, just rattle off adjustments and all that. Um, just to be able to get to that one day is something I'm striving for. The adjustment Sunday you played kind of a stationary quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna go against a guy who can move a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what's the key to making sure that you keep him where he needs to be? Because if he runs outside containment, he could be running forever. Somebody's band is playing. You're not going to be happy to hear about that. Uh, I mean, I think it's just as a defense, if, you know, everybody does their job, uh, you know, just keeping leverage and everything and everybody wrapping up and tackling, getting to the ball. Uh, I don't think we can handle anything. Um, you know, but that's just going to become as a collective, as a team effort. Uh, you know, they have their playmakers. You know, we have ours on defense. So, you know, just if we go out there and execute our game plan, I think we'll be just fine. You're no stranger to big games. <laughs> do, you, do you like this, though, in your second professional game, that you will be the game in the National Football League Thursday night? And everybody, all your peers throughout the league, yeah. are going to have their eyes on you, just like playing in a national championship game at Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a huge feeling. You know, just talking to all my guys, you know, who I went to school with, and uh, it's like, oh, how'd you play? How'd you play? And just going back and forth about it. Um, it's a great feeling. And, um, you know, just I don't think there'd be any pressure. You know, just go out there, you know, play my game. Um, you know, I know everybody will be watching. And guys have already been talking to me. like, hey, y'all gonna, how y'all going to do Thursday? And then blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you'll see. So yeah. just uh, go out there. I'm excited. And uh, I'm excited to go out there and try, uh, try and get a win. Now, is there a point where you just have to shut these guys down? Like, look, look okay, that's enough. This is, I got to get ready now. Just shut them down. Or do you kind of like, does that relax you there back and forth with your guys to keep talking about situations? In the yeah, because yeah, they know, they know I'm a competitive type of person. And uh, that's just kind of like, you know, our banter. And, you know, that's what we joke about. Um, and it, it was crazy because, you know, if we see one of us get knocked over, it'd be like, oh, I saw you get knocked over or something <laughs> crazy. And it's like. Uh, it's just, it does loosen you up, actually, just, you know, because other people who, who, who care about you and care about your success are watching you, too, and they're supporting you. Um, so it is a comforting feeling. How have things gone for you on special teams? Oh, special teams are a lot better. Um, know what I'm doing in the assignments. Coach Boyer, a uh, great coach. Um, always talking to him every single week. Uh, now that I'm more, a little more used to it now. Uh, and the conditioning aspect, like I said, my first game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it, it is. He's always talking yeah. about his, his breath a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen. Obviously, he's on the field all the time. <laughs> of course. But see, but and that's the interesting thing for me with you is that on the defensive side of the ball, you're more controlled. You have to monitor, you know, skill, know yeah. where you're supposed to be and everything. 
Special teams, run. There you Get go. that guy. Just go. go. Just just go like a hair's on fire. So how are you able to make those two adjustments? Oh, I think you can, you can combine both, honestly, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, you can go play with your hair on fire on defense. You just play under control if you know what you're doing. If you know what you're doing, it allows you to play fast. So it kind of goes, you know, hand to hand. So uh, I love it on both sides. I love defense. I love special teams for sure. And this guy is very comfortable in front of the camera. Of course, his mother was a <laughs> yeah. television anchor Absolutely. in Ohio. Now, has she moved here to New Jersey? No, no, no. Not she's, she's not moved here. I don't no. think she's going to. Oh, she's she not. To. No, she didn't like the, the, the traffic too much. Uh, okay, here, so. but she's still going to be helping you yeah, manage been, manage no, things here as you get off the ground, your professional career. I do have to ask you a question about your mom that I was reading about. Is this a true story that she called out the great Vern Lundquist for pronouncing uh, your name wrong? Is that true? Was that the Navy game, I believe? Did, did that yeah, happen, yeah. huh? I, I guess so. I, mean, <laughs> I, I obviously didn't find out about it until um, after the fact, after the game. And, um, and then I heard, how the guy, I heard how he pronounced my name, and I was like, yeah. You, <laughs> personally, you know. It is what it is with me, but with her, oh, my goodness. You better say it right. She can be duff. Oh, yeah. A great lady. <laughs> Absolutely. Mr. Lee, thank you very much Absolutely. for joining Thanks, us. Darren. Thank you. <laughs> Darren Lee is our guest. Good luck in the thank game you. Thursday. Follow the Jets on Instagram at, at NYJets. This is where Jet fans like you get photos and videos of your favorite players and access you can't get anywhere else. Time to talk to you, 1-800-919-3776. We'll get your phone calls. We'll talk about Cincinnati. We'll talk about Buffalo. We'll talk with you next. You're listening to Inside the Jets, presented by EY on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. GEICO's been around for more than 75 years, back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with GEICO, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone, so you can talk to them at night or in the morning. So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. More power to you. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Hey, football fans, support your Jets on the road as they travel to play their division rival Miami Dolphins on November 6th with an official fan travel package from PrimeSport.com, the official fan travel partner of the New York Jets. PrimeSport.com will make all the plays you need for tickets, hospitality, parties, hotels, and more. Nothing beats being there live. Book your Jets travel package against the Dolphins at PrimeSport.com today and get the ultimate game day experience. Jets fans. Join Calandras and the New York Jets at La Taverna Bar and Lounge on Thursday, September 15th at 8 p.m. Located inside Calandras Italian Village in Caldwell, New Jersey, come enjoy delicious food and beverages as you watch your Jets take on their division rivals. There will be autograph and photo opportunities with Jet Legends and the New York Jets flight crew cheerleaders, as well as chances to win great prizes. Don't miss out. Call 973-226-8889 today for reservations. At Selective, insurance is our business. For us, it goes beyond who we are. It's in our DNA. Two days of rain led to a flood in our house. Tim was quick to respond and led us through the claims process. He even showed us how to prevent future losses. Tim and Selective's personal level of service provided comfort when we needed it the most. We create diamond moments like this for our customers every day. Want to experience your own? Visit Selective.com to find an agent near you. Hi, this is Eric Decker from the New York Jets. Bullying and cyberbullying have reached alarming proportions among our youth. 
That is why the Jets and I have teamed up with Stomp Ball Bowling to tackle bowling in the tri-state area. Stomp Ball Bowling is a leading national anti-bowling and cyber-bowling organization for kids and teens in the U.S. If you or someone you know is a victim of bullying, please go to stompballbowling.org for help. The New York Jets and the Institute of Culinary Education are excited to announce Season 4 of the Jets Cooking School presented by Chase. Don't miss this year's exciting lineup of classes from tacos to BBQ to the ultimate burger. Jets fans will have the chance to eat and mingle with players while ice chefs teach you how to master culinary skills. Class sizes are limited, so be sure to register today. The Jets and ice chefs are gearing up to make it an unforgettable season of food, football, and fun. For more info and the full class schedule, visit ice.edu slash jets. That's ice.edu slash jets hey jet fans everyone loves to stay connected but the new jersey motor vehicle commission would like to remind you that texting or talking while you drive is not only dangerous it's against the law in new jersey it can cost you money your license or even someone's life if you're behind the wheel please put down the phone and just drive get the facts and share your thoughts at justdrive.com. this message brought to you by the new jersey motor vehicle commission Microsoft Surface is the official tablet of the NFL. While NFL coaches and players use Surface Pro 4 this season, fans at home can show their fandom with the same device. Now available, the Surface Special Edition NFL-type covers. And for a limited time, buy a Surface Pro 4 and any NFL-type cover and get 15% off NFL Game Pass and a chance to win Super Bowl 51 tickets. Visit Surface.com slash NFL to learn more. Get your Surface at a Microsoft store or online today. Must be U.S. resident 18 or older and January 1st, 2017. See website for official rules. Inside the Jets is presented by EY, building a better working world. And by FanDuel, have all the fantasy that football has to offer. Be sports rich. Now here's Jets insider Eric Allen and your host Larry Hardesty. I love that football music, EA. I just do. I just do. Welcome back to Inside the Jets, presented by EY. Live from Calandra's Italian Village here in Bloomfield, New Jersey. A bunch of phone calls. Before we get to them, though, EA, I got to talk about special teams. It was so nice to watch this team on a couple of occasions yesterday start not at their 10, but further up in their own, in their own territory and also in Cincinnati territory with a strong return. Jalen Marshall's done a very nice job. Yeah, he did have that long return. And his return actually was longer than any return the Jets had in 2015 wow. and and that set them up uh, deep also Lachlan Edwards the seventh round pick from Sam Houston State the Australian boomer yeah averaged more than 50 yards a kick and he pinned the Bengals down there one time inside their 10 yard line um, unfortunately there were a couple hiccups there with the kicking game we saw a blocked extra extra point and then uh, a couple uh, there was a, a missed field goal as well for Nick Folk, so the Jets would like to get those things uh, taken care of, squared away as they head to Buffalo because you never know what's going to happen in these divisional matchups. You think that the, both defenses might have the upper edge, uh, the edge, and then the offenses will have a big day. So these divisional games, especially early in the season, you don't know what to expect. So, yes, I was really encouraged by everything that Brant Boyer has been doing here early. We saw the special teams have a really nice preseason. Jalen Marshall with the return yesterday, um, and also Locke Edwards has been great. But uh, hopefully 
those kicking game snafus are, are done. Nick Folk, that was the first extra yeah. point he's ever missed. Ever yes, missed. Yeah. Yes, he was due. On to the phones. Let's begin with Ira in Staten Island. Ira, you're first on Inside the Jets. Hey, Eric, Larry, what's happening, guys? What's up, Ira? Um, you know, yeah, nothing much. Uh, yeah, a rough day yesterday, but I'm going to be like Coach Bowles. Uh, it's a short week. We'll talk about the Bills. Um, I Listen, a couple of things to clean up. Uh, a lot of things was lost today. Um, Jets were a real good team. I mean, they went toe-to-toe with the Bengals, should have beat them. Um, it's, it's time to move on to the Bills. You mentioned Ed Woods. He did have a great game. Special teams, I think the coverage and the return units were both excellent, much improved. And one thing, one of the keys for me to getting a win Thursday night, they're facing a different type of quarterback. Now, just as great as the defensive line was yesterday, Dalton pretty much, you know, he sits in the pocket. Taylor is a different story. And to me, the key, you just had Darren Lee on. Well, you know, maybe he'll be the guy that's going to be the spy on him, but they have to contain Taylor in the pocket. You can't let him extend plays with his legs, and then all of a sudden the receiver shakes loose downfield. So to me, the key is keep him contained, box him in, put pressure on him, don't turn over the ball, come home with a win. Well, it's a good point all the way around. Uh, you know, we know what Tyrod Taylor can do. The Jets defended him pretty well, actually, in two meetings last year. You don't want him to break contain because he can get down the field using his legs, picking up first downs, and he also likes to throw those deep balls. Shady McCoy, when I look at the Bills' offense, it's all about Tyrod. Obviously, Sammy Watkins on the outside. We'll have to see how his foot is. I yeah. know there's been a lot of different reports today. Sam, Sammy said that he'll be ready he'll be ready to go Thursday night. And then Shady McCoy. The Bills are going to try to get Shady McCoy the ball, not just running it, but out of the backfield and pass patterns. And you mentioned it, Ira. Um, you know, that's one of the reasons why Darren Lee is here. Yes. More speed, athleticism at the linebacker position. Um, the Jets did a nice job against the run yesterday, but uh, it's going to be a different challenge Thursday night. No question about it, Ira. Thanks for the call, as always. Let's move on to Jack now. Jack is in Marlboro. Jack, you're up next on 98.7 ESPN. Right. Thank you. How are you guys doing? Doing good, Jack. What's happening? Um, good. Thank, thank you. I was at the game yesterday, and the funny thing is, before I mention my main point, I called you last year at the last game of the season when I came up from, when I went to Buffalo for the game, and we complained, you and I, Larry, about how poor the special teams was. Yeah. And yesterday, how much better it is, despite the fact of the block field goal. But it was such a difference between this year and last year, at least with that. I my agree. main, my main call. Yeah. Thank you. My main concern was really. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm not very confident with Pat, you know, Todd Bowles being the, being the coach. I think he's totally outcoached in these games. I saw it last year in Buffalo when, Pat, when Rex Ryan outcoached him, and I see it yesterday. We, the play calling, we don't adjust well, okay? I mean, if Darrell Revis, I want to see he's getting beat. He's losing out on A.J. Green. Why, is he beat, why won't they double-team A.J. Green? The other, the other receiver was not doing anything. So why didn't they switch it up to, to cover him a little better? Well, here's what happened, Jack. The, and the game, he was, you know, they knew he threw a ball to him, and nothing was done about it. All right, Jack, here, I mean, thank you for the phone call. But here's what happened. On, on the first play, he was looking for safety help over the top, and the safety wasn't there. You could see Gilchrist pointing, I think, to Marcus Williams, Eric, that you're supposed to be back here. And so he didn't have the safety help over the top. And on the other play, the, the great – Green made a great catch down the sidelines. I mean, Rebus was right there. That catch on the sidelines, Eric, was excellent. I I totally disagree with you about uh, Todd Bowles and Casey Rogers, and you can have your own opinion. That's fine. 
I saw a Jets team that was 5-5 five and five last year left for dead in Houston go on a five-game winning streak, and including in that winning streak was a win over the New England Patriots. That was a team that went from four wins a year in 2014 to ten wins. Uh, against Cincinnati, yeah, they, they'd had some good schemes. Uh, the wide receiver screen game uh, was particularly effective, but there were some busts in coverage. Let's see what happens this week against the Buffalo Bills. I, I don't agree with you about Todd Bowles at all. In fact, ask Bruce Arians what he thinks about Todd Bowles and how effective he was as a defensive play caller in Arizona. That's just not true when you're looking at Bowles as a play caller, him and Casey Rogers. I totally disagree with it. Sometimes you don't execute. There were times Sunday the Jets did not execute on defense. Let's go to Bill in Eatontown. Bill, you're up next on Inside the Jets. Hey, Larry. Hey, Eric. How are you doing this evening? And, and Eric, I agree with you about Todd Bowles. You know, if you look at the, the rookies yesterday that played, Thomas, uh, Lee, Jaron Marshall, he should have had a touchdown, by the way, Marshall, before the bad holding penalty. Uh, they all did a great job. And, of course, our punter, Edwards, um, we I think we found our punter for the next few years. He, have, he flipped uh, field positions a number of times. And our special teams are so much improved from last year. It's like night and day. And offensive line did really well. And our right tackles, I mean, uh, their confidence has to be building within themselves, saying, hey, you know, I can play this game, and I'm a good right tackle. And so let's take the positive that we got out of yesterday's game and go up to Buffalo and let's get a win. Yeah, it, and you're right. That's it. it listen. All right, Bill, thanks for the call. And, and you're welcome. And, and, you know, and a lot of callers here in New York are going to say, wow, you got that glass definitely half full. And, you know, a lot of folks would say, what, what are you drinking? But the bottom line is the Jets did show a lot of good things yesterday. They didn't finish inside the red zone. There were some busts in coverage. They lost to a Cincinnati Bengals team by one point. They had a chance to win that ball game. They can't sit there and say, hey, listen, blown opportunity, and let them beat the Buffalo, let them be defeated before they play the Buffalo Bills. I mean, bottom line is you got to get ready to play Buffalo. And uh, I, I was encouraged by a lot of things I saw from the Jets on uh, Sunday. Hey, Jet fans, it's time to C-O-O-K with the J-E-T-S. Together with the Institute of Culinary Education and Chase, join us for a series of themed cooking classes for this season's lineup. Visit ice.edu slash Jets. You know what? In the minute we have left, Eric, I want to talk a little bit more about what you can expect from Buffalo and what we can expect from Buffalo's defense against the Jet offense. Well, man pressing the outside. You're yeah, gonna see you're gonna see Darby and Gilmore get after Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker and the Jets. This is gonna be a fun matchup and, and it's worthy of prime time because for my money, I think this is the best wide receiver duo in football, and this is the best young cornerback pair in football. Uh, and then Rex, we know what he's going to do. He's going to mix it up, overload blitz sometimes, sometimes play back in coverage. Like Quincy said when he joined us, Larry, is that you're going to see totally different looks from Rex all the time. And it's a, it's a cat and mouse game. This is a prideful guy whose defense did not play very well last year 
They played very well against the Baltimore Ravens, gave their team a chance at victory. The reason why the Bills are all one is they got nothing out of their offense. Yeah, but the defense played well. Yep. Partner, I'll see you next week. All right, Larry. Have a good one. Nice job as always. Up next, we have the Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. This has been Inside the Jets presented by EY, building a better working world. From Colantra's Italian Village on 98.7 ESPN. Geico presents Unanswerable Questions.